Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. Uh, my name is Tim Birch and I'm here today with uh, looking across the screen uh, from me in our virtual studios is uh, NSPS Executive Director Kurt Sumner and today we'd like to bring you kind of a 2020 in the rearview mirror and let's just hope Kurt that 2020 is going to be in the rearview mirror with all the stuff that's gone on and vaccines are now being distributed and hopefully we're turning a corner and see how things go. That is so true, Tim. We've, we've learned a lot of things as a result of COVID-19. And not all of those things we learned are necessarily good things, but we needed to learn them anyway. Yeah, exactly. Maybe for good or ill, one of the things we learned is that at least from our perspective here at our office, and I think people in business as well, we learned that we can actually work not sitting at a desk in a building somewhere. Right. right. And the the downside of that is you also realize that the personal interaction you have with the people you deal with on a daily basis is a lot more important to you than you might have realized that it was. Exactly. Um, and anybody listening to the podcast today is probably aware that that we have a really small staff. There are just four of us and five for the short run while Bob Jupin is, is working with his successor. But in, in that kind of environment, similar to, to working in a small surveying business, everybody becomes family. Exactly. So things that happen with them are important to you. Staying abreast of what's going on in their lives is important to you. Uh, just like your, your quote, natural family. Uh, so that part of it has been difficult, not being able to, to look at each other in person. Obviously we can see each other on the screen sure. uh, when we're having conversations. But having said that, Another one of the really good things that's happened with it is that I'll just mention Trish in particular, because, as you know, she's the workhorse for getting things done for us. But and, and she's got the, the skills to do those kind of things. But we've learned that we can do lots of different things in this type of format or on the Zoom or go to meeting or whatever people are using. Uh, and we've seen that manifest itself among the state societies. I know I've been on a number of. Uh, events with some of the state societies in this format and and it's worked out pretty well um, so and and i know here in the office trish has set up those types of things for several of our state societies exactly help them get things done so uh, there's good and bad that's taken place as we've gone ahead and of course 
the the really bad part is when people are effective health-wise or even in terms of losing their lives over all this. And I haven't heard too much about incidences where that the ultimate had happened to our community, but I'm certain that it has, and we just don't know about it. Exactly. And that's what we're probably, I, I got to believe as we get more into the conference time uh, over, over the typical winter, even virtually, I think we're probably going to, I think we're going to start hearing more of those names. I think they're going to come more. I mean, obviously we've, we have lost some, some significant people in the NSPS orbit this last year, a couple past presidents, um, some people that were very near and dear to, to NSPS. Um, but I think unfortunately, yeah, we're going to probably become more aware of some of those people that, that uh, we did lose this year uh, through these state conferences and such. Um, you're exactly right. It, for those who really fought for working remotely, working virtually, this has been probably you know a, a, a dream come true to be forced into this. But I think we've also realized that you're exactly right. It is also that personal element as well that uh, we do miss being in an office with with others and being able to, you know, we are social animals, whether we like it or not. But it's nice to know that we can still uh, function as an organization. And it's also been nice to be able to offer that service to our state affiliates as well that that may may not have the staff or the resources to do this. But we've been able to help foster that and for them to be able to continue to do business whatever the new normal is so uh yeah that was uh that, you're right that's a good and bad bribe product of it um you know one thing about covid when it did hit um one thing uh, that the big thing that nsps was uh, out in front of with our our legislative team and such was to be uh in front of some of these legislators and the national and uh, the federal legislators on being essential workers um if there was ever a profession for the most part that's that's solitude, it's, it's surveyors, and uh, John and, and JB and his team were, were big at uh, pushing that. Absolutely, and, and a lot of the, the state societies were involved in getting state recognition of that as well. And so that, that has certainly had a, a big impact, and I can't speak for everybody in the country, obviously, but I don't recall having a conversation with anyone among our membership who hasn't remained very, very busy this year. And in some cases, busier than ever. Yes. Yes. No, I've, I'm not sure exactly where all that comes from. Uh, you know, what, what kind of work are people doing? Um, I think I, I talked to somebody one once and, and uh, they sort of jokingly said, well, perhaps they're getting their property in order just in case. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but uh, that was an element of it, though. It wasn't all design or construction or any of those things. It did have a, a, a quote, land survey uh, component to it. Oh, exactly. I think there was a lot of dollars. I, I, the way the economy was, was going along at the time uh, when COVID hit, the, there was a lot of dollars programmed in for building and doing things in 2020 and you know this is just speaking from a personal uh view and, and what's what's happening on, on the on the private side of, of surveying i think yeah a lot of those dollars were already programmed they're being spent and uh let's let's be honest it was a uh, the, the political arena not knowing what's we're going to go into 2021 
people wanted to spend those dollars that they had in 2020 now uh, to get some things going. And it seems like it's going to continue to roll through 2021. So yes, I every, practically everyone I've talked to nationwide in the surveying industry has had probably, uh, I won't say their, their best year, I'll just say their busiest year. It's, uh, uh, it's good to be busy. Um, sometimes it's not always for the best, but uh, it's, it beats the alternative. Yeah, busy and profitable are two really good things to go together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> A couple of the highlights of um, what we're doing is we're actually uh, revisiting some of the top stories that you, the listener slash reader of News and Views, uh, clicked on this year that were their 20 top stories. Um, there were a couple of pretty good ones that, uh, you know, you look back and you go, oh, yeah, that's, uh, I for you know, I kind of forgot about that one, but uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, one of the things that uh, that we've tried to uh, address at, at NSPS is that as, a, as the national advocate, as the national representation, uh, we have lost a little bit of a touch with our programs, with Trigstar, with CST, and we've, we've been able to continue those the best we can, more on the CST level uh, within businesses. The Trigstar has been a little tricky with uh, schools and remote learning, but uh, CST has seemed to, to click right along. I think we're still going well with that. That's true. Their program's still really strong. And whether or not COVID impacted that one way or the other, it's hard to tell. Um, but but the program has still still been going on. We, you know, here in the office, Trish and, and Sarah are preparing themselves to sort of take over the the grading side, not hand grading the way I've done it sometimes <laughs> where, where I needed to, but but through the Scantron machine that that was out at, at Vincennes. And actually we ended up buying a new one. Um, but that's all coming in house now. And so we we believe it's gonna put a bit more burden here, obviously to get things done, but they're going through the training and, and picking it up really, really well. So hopefully it's going to mean that we'll, we'll be better able to get things done internally and get the word back out uh, on a, on a schedule that works for us. Uh, I can't guarantee that that will happen because we don't know yet what that impact is going to be, right, but, right. but certainly it's, it's an element of the certification program that is a new element for us bringing that here. Exactly. So we're, you'll see some more stuff with CST uh, first of the year. We're going to keep pushing that and promoting that because it is a good program. It is something that uh, our, our future generations of surveyors are going to, we're going to rely on, on that as, as one of the conduits feeding into the profession. So uh, we're going to be, you're going to see more and more about CST. Um, one thing about NSPS and being the national voice and the national advocate for for professional surveying everywhere, for surveyors everywhere. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about legislation. And one thing, you know, you and I joked about, it didn't show up on our top 20 because I think it just kind of become in the, um, it's such a mainstay that it might not necessarily hit a lot, but was the Legato, formerly known as Light Squared. Uh, this administration and the FCC, uh, head of the FCC has really pushed their agenda going more towards the using that spectrum for 5G. And I guess, I mean, you and I are similar in that we've got family that live in rural parts of the country that 5G and having Wi-Fi to, and, and uh, data connections to those places are, is very important. But
the way they're going about it, it's still going to affect, and it's not just surveying, it's anything that's that's going to be navigation. And so where, where do you think we stand as far as, as our legislative team in chasing that down and, and trying to help uh, turn that back? Well, the, the one of the best things we did was we got involved with a coalition. And uh, that coalition is is very strong and it it has done a good job of bringing to light what the issues are. And so we're hopeful as we move ahead that whatever's going on or whatever comes down from DOL or, 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 or whoever's going to have an impact on it. Um, will not be harmful to what surveyors do or other people like us. I mean, it's not just us. There's an awful lot of people that can be impacted by, by this signal for lack of a better term. And right now it just seems to still kind of be up in the air. I mean, um, yeah, the, the approval, so to speak, has, has been given, but then there's an awful lot of blowback as well. That's, that's being heard at least it's not being dismissed. Um, so I, I'm still uncertain of what the, the final verdict will be. I'm, I'm certainly hopeful that it's not going to be something that requires uh, a whole retooling of the way we in our profession do things and what so many other people do. And it's just really, really hard for me to believe that with all of the effort being given to bring this to light, that it would just sort of cavalierly be allowed to happen. Right. Almost ignoring all of those issues. But I could be wrong. I was wrong one other time. I, I can't remember exactly when it was, but <laughs> I, I know I have been wrong once before. Well, that's the funny thing, talking to surveyors about Legato and they're in the ones that, that, you know, that they throw their hands up and say, how can they do this? Well, and what I also try to, to, uh, remind surveyors is that we're just a small slice of this that you know I, I, we talk about uh, you know our, our families back in rural parts of the country uh, I've got lots of cousins that are farmers and that they rely now on autonomous uh, driving self-driving tractors that uh, there is a huge part of the industrial or the, the agricultural world uh, the industrial world where you've got self-driving forklifts and various things this is all relying on gps signals now if that and gns gnss signals that if this gets degraded you're throwing a lot of things out the window so uh not that it's not important to surveyors it is important and that like you said uh i, I always kid uh, kid with with my staff and and people and surveyors that i talk to that if you didn't have that gps receiver in your truck how would you go about doing your job today and they're like well, that can't happen. Well, it can if it goes forward. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I can't believe that it would would uh, go away, but hey, we'll see. Uh, we got to continue that fight. Yeah, one thing's for sure, though, and and this is uh, certainly um, attributable in a lot of ways to to our our lobbyist JB Bird and and JMPA for for being our advocate among all these groups and getting us connected to them. I guess I should say right. Um, there, there's a little article in the, the most recent XYHT magazine where they did a little interview with me, and uh, they they 
wanted to use the term leverage. And leverage is, I guess it's kind of the right term. I, I'm not particularly fond of the word leverage, but, but the bottom line is having the ability to have your voice heard and finding the right avenues for that and the right coalitions to, to help you get that done. Right. And that's really, really important to us. And and this is just one of those issues. But certainly it's one in which we have a major stake. So we will continue to work with the other folks and, and hope to continue to have that influence um, and be part of a, a bigger group of people who are having the same kind of situations to find a way to coexist. I don't think there's there's going to be a, hey, let's shut everything down kind of thing happening, but just finding the way that we can coexist. Exactly. Well, speaking of our legislative team, uh, another big win for this this year, uh, the Digital Coast Act was mm-hmm. was put to put to bed. Uh, I, I think we're still waiting on the president to sign it, uh, but uh, it has cleared Capitol Hill. Um, once again, it's, it's, it's a shout out to our legislative team and the advocacy uh, that NSPS is doing on behalf and, and f- for the benefit of uh, all professionals everywhere. Uh, while it might not seem like a big deal to somebody in Kansas or Nebraska, uh, Digital Coast isn't aren't just uh, the right and left coast. It's all the Great Lakes. Uh, it's it can be you know the Mississippi, significant parts of some of these rivers. Um, it's a big win for for surveyors and mapping. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And and uh, just this morning, I was talking to you before we went on the air. Just this morning, we found out that um, AAM two twelve uh, has been rescinded, just in the last day, I guess. And our listeners who are involved in working on construction sites and and um, that type of thing will recognize that AAM AAM two twelve had to do with. Um, the way surveyors are treated in terms of their contracting and and working with uh, contractors to serve their needs and still have that uh, identification as a professional service and not as laborers and and that kind of thing. And we've been we've been dealing with AM two twelve for several years now. And like I said, we just learned this morning that that it has been rescinded. So. We'll be getting that information out in in the newsletter Um, the next two weeks, or I guess this week and next week, it's going to all be about the most read for this year, but but we'll get that message out in in different ways so everybody is aware of it. And uh, to be thankful for what we have, but be mindful that things change. So we we hope that it won't be, won't be turned around anytime soon, but it, it's a good win for us at this point. Exactly. You know, cause that's, that is one question that is often raised to not just our officers, our directors and, 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 and people that are involved in the day-to-day operations of NSPS. What, it, why am I a member? Why should I be a member? What value do I have? Well, these couple of issues right here alone, uh, is the value of the membership and belonging and being part of an association like this, because a lot of these things, whether people realize it or not, whether the, the, in, the licensed or the staff of the licensed surveyor realize it, these are things that, that, that are affecting the profession. And uh, this is what the national voice is doing. The, the advocate 
uh, for all of these professionals uh, nationwide. A um, couple other things that are that are happening along those same lines. Uh, NSPS has a great relationship with uh, National Geodetic Survey (NGS), and as most of our listeners will know, that uh, that we're in the process of going through a change both with the datums and the the what has become a very very interesting uh, conversation slash argument over the deprecation of the foot uh, and changing it back to the metric uh, standard of what the definition of the foot is to directly correlate to the meter. That's been an interesting conversation this year with all of that going on. The deprecation is going to take place at, uh, at the end of, let's see, December 31st, 2022 is when the, uh, the foot actually uh, will, we'll, we won't do away with the U.S. survey foot, but it won't be recognized as the official unit. Obviously, COVID has played a, a little bit of a role into the, the, the upgrade of the, the datums. Um, but there's been some other financial and, and just logistics issues that now that the, the datums of the NSRS uh, upgrades have been pushed out to probably 2024, 2025. However, it's still important that our that our profession get an understanding of what's happening with their state plan coordinates and where it's all going. So uh, from a practical perspective, um, and all of us have a psychological uh, uh, affection for our foot. Uh, there's no question about that. But but from a from the perspective of the practical side, um, I'm not sure there's a good understanding of what this actually means in terms of measurement. Right. You know, what what's the impact? And I know I've heard Michael talk. Michael Dennis talk about that a lot, and and you've talked about it too. I don't know if you want to get into that at all in today's discussion, but. Um, Everybody needs to to read and figure out what that actually means. Oh, exactly, exactly. And, and I mean, bottom line is is that we know so much more about the measurements we do with the technology we are using that uh, with GPS, with GNSS, that everybody that relies on their NAD eighty three coordinate systems, whatever, that was never really intended to utilize GPS technology, satellite constellation technology that it's basically been force fit. Um, this adoption and the deprecation now adoption of the, 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 the international foot to just the foot is going to help make that all reality. That it, it, We know so much more about how we can measure accurately uh, over long distances, especially with bigger coordinate systems. Um, and Michael's got several uh, seminars, webinars, there's stuff online to go, go chase down to understand it a little bit more. Uh, but the bottom line is, is technology is caught up to us surveyors and we have to, we now have to adapt to the tools we use bottom line. And I know that's hard for some surveyors, old and old and young, uh, of, of making changes, but it's the way that it goes. Um, speaking of changes, uh, we now officially have, uh, have new ALTA NSPS land title survey standards that have been uh, approved by ALTA and NSPS and will uh, take effect February 23rd, 2021. Uh, they're out there, they're posted, know them, 
get to get to understand them up, down, backwards, forwards, because uh, that, that's what's going to be in place for next year. Um, and you, I guess, one bittersweet thing is is that our 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 chair, our our uh, chair of that of that committee, Gary Kent, is not. He's stepping down from the chair, but not stepping away from the committee. Um, what's your relationship? I mean, for those who don't know Gary Kent, what's your the relationship been with Gary uh, with you for lots of years? Well, I I have the greatest amount of respect for Gary as is possible. I think just just because of his probably his diligence as much as anything else. I mean, obviously he's very well informed about this particular topic as well as many others. And, and he shares that knowledge with people around the country very freely. Um, but he's, I don't know if calming effect is the right word to use, but in That's his leadership one. in that committee, that joint committee, everybody works together and it's not an us versus them kind of situation. And, and I don't, I'm, I'm not sure that was always the case over the years, but it has been during his his tenure as chair for sure. And even to the point where our counterparts from the ALTA side will sometimes when we're looking at, OK, here's a proposed thing. And they'll say. You really sure you want to do that, that 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 might not help you guys. So, I mean, it was, right. um, it, it's it's become a really good, close group of people who are all dedicated to finding uh, the right answer or the right set of information and the one thing though that that won't ever change is that it's dynamic right so you're, you're not ever going to get to okay this is it this will suffice through eternity i, I don't think that's ever going to happen because things just continue to evolve um, and technology is part of that of course expectations of a client relationships change um, and then the interaction among the players, whether the surveyors, the attorneys, the title companies, all those people involved, everybody has comments to make. And so it'll be an ongoing uh, fluid type of thing that I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of. I'm always surprised though, sometimes when we come across things in conversation or people point things out to us and we're like, yeah, that's right. How come we didn't see that last time? I mean, it, it's just interesting. And, but oftentimes it's not because you missed it. It's just a different circumstance. Exactly. Exactly. I can't tell you the number of times. Yeah. We've I, having the benefit of, of, of and the pleasure of sitting through a lot of those committee meetings and you start talking about these things and you come across one of those table a items and it's, why didn't we think of that before? That's it. yeah. You're right. That's exactly right. It's a it's a fluid document. It is going to be ever changing, because just like everything else, we do change, and uh, things things are things are going to are going to continue to be dynamic. Um, speaking of dynamic, um, something that I do want to touch on just ever ever so briefly. Um, a reminder to all the listeners out there, the Disaster Relief Fund, uh, we've had several uh, natural disasters of all kinds this year besides COVID. Uh, we've had, we've had uh, wildfires, we've had hurricanes, we've had, I always get this pronunciation wrong, 
derecho or whatever that thing was, that storm that came through the, the Midwest. Um, and now we're going through a, a pretty big nor'easter in uh, uh, snowstorm. Uh, disaster is always there. And the Disaster Relief Fund was set up to benefit those surveyors that have been impacted by these. So these types of storms and, and issues. It is there. One is a reminder to, to donate where you can because that's 100% of the dollars go straight to the surveyor. And two, if you are a surveyor that has been affected by one of these things, that money is there to help. Uh, it's not necessarily, I mean, it's not a handout. It's, it's to help you get back to where you need to be. So please keep that in mind. Um, once again, it's, it's something that the, uh, the National Society is, is, is very proud of, of having put together and wants to be there for that lending hand. Absolutely. That, that's for sure. And um, I'll, I'll just give a thank you to anyone who's listening who has been part of contributing to that fund to help out our fellow surveyors. And, and that's really where a lot of the money comes from is through donations. And uh, so we're, we're happy to be able to do it. Um, always a little surprised that people are reluctant to say, yeah, I've pretty much lost everything, but I'm not by myself. I mean, people are so selfless and I'm saying selfless, not selfish. Right. Um, because, you know, here they are in probably one of the worst things that's ever happened to them in their lifetime. And yet they have empathy for other people as well. Um, so it, it's, I think it speaks volumes about the kind of people we are, the people who choose to be in our profession. They just have that, that, mindset and that demeanor because after all our job is helping other people right i mean that's that's kind of why we're here um so it's it's i won't say it's refreshing but in a way it is to hear people have have that attitude but at the same time you're like hey you really need help let's let's figure out a way to get you some help exactly you've you've hit it on the head of to me what one of the big characteristics of the surveyor and the surveying profession is uh, it's humbleness. I think it's, I think it's, you're right. It's well, yeah, I've lost everything, but I'm not that bad. Let me, you know, that needs to go somebody that's more deserving. No, uh, this is, this is a, obviously it's impacted your life. Let us be there to help you. And uh, I think it's a, it's an admirable trait um, for the entire profession. And, uh, but bottom line is we're there to help. So let us know how we can help. All right. Uh, not to take up people's too much more people's time. Um, I, you know, one thing I did want to mention, I think I won't say it's the, the highlight of the year, but I think it was one of the coolest things of the year was all of the attention that Mr. Bob Vollmer got in the summertime, the 102 year old surveyor from Indiana, and it, it wasn't like he was pictured and shown out using uh, a transit and a chain. He was out there with a GPS receiver and a data collector and doing his job. That was just, that was a cool story that I think a lot of people uh, really enjoyed seeing uh, through the profession and beyond. I've, I've had the opportunity to, to meet him and have conversations with him a number of times. And I have to say that he is one of the most engaging people I think I've ever spoken with. Um, and he's totally on top of his game. I don't care how old he is. I mean, he's, he's pretty amazing. Um, but it's, it, it was really interesting to have been able to have those conversations with him through the years and any recognition he's getting, 
is well deserved because he he's a real trooper. Very cool, very cool. Well, 2020, like I said at the uh, at the opening, hopefully it's somewhat in our rearview mirror, but we need to be able to look back and recognize the good things that have happened as well. Uh, 2020 was the year that uh, our officers, our executive board, uh, we now have two women on on the executive board. That's I see me as fantastic. Our uh, immediate past president, Lisa Van Horn, and our new vice president, uh, Amanda Allred. Uh, we'll have to give a shout out though also to uh, Mark Sargent, our current president, uh, Craig Amy, our secretary, and Bob Miller, our treasurer. Uh, we've had we've got a great group of officers there that get a lot done, that uh, really care about the profession, and uh, it's been it's been a wonderful working with them. And yeah, I I was going to say, I think it's worth mentioning too that when we, we you were talking about the, the diversity in our leadership, uh, an, another thing that is critical for us as an organization and as a profession is youth. And through the Young Surveyors Network and getting younger people into our leadership stream, um, coming from the various states onto our board and committees, whatever, it's, it's absolutely essential that we foster those relationships and keep those young people engaged and keep them wanting to be part of leadership so that the profession itself can prosper and the organization that supports the profession is able to continue and have um, an up-to-date, if you will, perspective on whatever's going on in the world. So I'm, anybody who's listening to this out there who may have some interest or even a, uh, a random thought about being part of leadership, whether it's at a state or hopefully at the national level, it's critical for us to, to maintain that, that stream of talent coming forward and ho hopefully getting people started at an earlier age than we have all through the past. Exactly. Uh, well, I'm going to piggyback on that for just a second because I had the pleasure of joining uh, the first Young Surveyors Network's virtual happy hour last night, and it was a neat uh, endeavor. Obviously, we're embracing the virtual meeting uh, platform, and it was really neat to hear that you've got all of these young surveyors. I think there was, uh, when, I, when I had to drop off, there was around 20 of them, that even through all the introductions, um, yes, they're surveying every day, Yes, they're raising young families with young families. In fact, uh, the one gentleman, his his uh, newborn was eight days old. Um, but yet, when you talk about, you ask about the personal side of things, yeah, they're outdoorsy, they hunt, they fish, whatever, but they all say, but I'm always thinking about surveying. And that to me was the coolest part of it, is that they're, in, they're engaged, they're, they're they've bought into it and they really enjoy it and we need we need those types of individuals and uh so i'm challenging the the older generations which i which i'll admit i'm part of uh don't look at the young generations and think that they're just flighty and they don't they're, they're focused and they really are good for the profession but uh, we have to make sure we stay open-minded and inclusive of everything they want to do as well. It was, like I said, it was a really great, uh, great time. Hope to see that, I'll, that continue. I'll just put on top of that. I think it's incumbent upon the, our leadership, whoever we are now and whatever age level we are, you and I are 
close to 20 years apart, I guess, but um, maybe more. But anyway, it's incumbent upon our leadership to become part of that and engage with the young surveyors group. Don't go try to tell them how to do their job. Just engage. I know it was about a year ago, maybe close to two years now, uh, I was at a conference in Oregon, and you'll remember Chris Glantz, who was the, the, the leader of the Young Surveyors Network. I think he was even at that time. And they had an event during the conference at a, a restaurant somewhere. They had a, a, a like a, a meeting room kind of thing, but they had inter, uh, refreshments and, and that type of thing. But they were so energized. I, I was You couldn't have left that gathering without feeling totally energized about the next generation because they were there, they were, they were engaged, they, they wanted to be parts of things, but at the same time, they know how to still have fun with each other. And, um, you know, it's not just five old guys with cigars sitting at a bar somewhere. It's, it, it's uh, just a multitude of different people. Exactly. Gender, whatever, um, age, but I would I would encourage anybody to to participate in those kind of things with with a young surveyors group. It will it will give you uh, encouragement, but it will also give you a good sense that we we have a good future coming along, and so our profession is going to be well taken care of. I think. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Well, we would be amiss if we didn't uh, take a take a moment to thank. Uh, our wonderful NSBS staff. Uh, we want to give them a shout out to, and especially it's a little bit bittersweet. Uh, we've got one that's uh, getting ready to walk out the door. Yeah, Bob's been with us a long time. And I've said to him a number of times during his tenure here, um, I'm not really sure where we'd be without his knowledge and his diligence and making sure that in his words, every jot and tittle is taken care of. Mm -hmm. uh, but he has gotten our our financial situation in such a good position in terms of how we keep records and keeping track of all the things that are going on and making sure we're living by the right rules and what have you, that he deserves a lot of credit for where we are financially right now. Um, and, and I'm certain that his replacement, Christina Lee's, going to be exactly the same way. She she certainly has those same characteristics and maybe methodologies change a little because that's just the way people do things. But but um, I'm, I'm very pleased to have her coming on board and thankful that we've had Bob for all this time because um, I guess you could probably look at uh, me and say, well, that guy's not a financial genius. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> But nonetheless, it's important to have that well-rounded staff. Everybody has something that they do well and and you you all work together to get to where you need to be. Yep. And then we could, we'd be amiss if we didn't uh, give a little shout out. Well, well, actually, Bob's, Bob's, I won't say replacement, Bob, the one that's going to slide into Bob's role as he rides out in the sunset, uh, Christina, she's uh, she's a she's a fireball. Uh, she's going to be a she's a great accountant. I think she's going to be a great addition to the team. Right, and of course, Trish and Sarah are are part of our team and have been for a long time. I, I think I hired Trish two years after I started this job, so she's even been here twenty years. I've been here twenty two years, and uh, but in a 
a little different context, of course, but the same thing goes for, for them and, and for, for Trish in particular in terms of being able to grasp new technologies and bring us into the forefront and just take care of things, make sure things get done. Um, she's, she's amazing. And so NSPS is, is well served to have Trish Milburn on board. Oh, absolutely. Well, like I said, 2020 hopefully is in the rearview mirror. Looking forward to 2021, and uh, hopefully we uh, we climb out of climb out of COVID days and and things. But uh, look forward to this is uh, we're going to be coming up on our soon soon we'll be up on our our 60th episode. We'll be well over 20,000 downloads, and uh, we appreciate each and every one that that take the time to listen to these every week. Uh, bottom line is it's it's being your national voice your advocate uh for the surveying profession and uh, uh that's what we're here for so if you need us reach out to us and let us know absolutely looking forward to the coming year and uh i guess everybody who's listening know that that nsps did decide to keep our current leadership as it is this year because they really didn't get to serve their terms the way you would typically do so so everything kind of gets pushed not pushed back, pushed forward, actually. Uh, so we'll have the same set of officers in the coming years we do now. And I think that'll be a good thing because, and as you said, if we can get through all this other stuff and make a somewhat normal transition, that'll, that'll be a good thing moving forward. That will be good. So everybody that's out there listening, thank you once again, thank you for downloading and listening. Uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas and uh, will be a good new year. And, uh, if you need anything, reach out to us. In the meantime, uh, I'm Tim Birch, and uh, looking looking wonderfully across the screen from me is Mr. Kurt Sumner, and uh, we look forward to talking to you more in 2021. Thank you. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.